I grew up in uh, India, uh, went to school there, uh, migrated to New York when I was 18. Uh, I'm an engineer, uh, turned a marketeer, turned a sales exec, turned a CEO, and then became founder uh, very recently. Well, we're going to talk a lot about Cowbell Cyber and all the things that you do. Absolutely so incredible to hear about this, and it's such a great category. Uh, I'm so curious about so many things, but I'd love to hear about the idea about it because you obviously came up with Cowbell Cyber because there was a hole in the industry that you thought that you could fill with yourself, your knowledge, and your team. So maybe tell me about the impetus, the idea about Cowbell Cyber. Yes, three years ago I saw this opportunity uh, where the cyber threat landscape was escalating every day, especially as the global pandemic uh, began and the attack surface, uh, meaning the uh, number of different entry points a cyber criminal can come into an organization had just increased to uh, the degree that we hadn't seen before. And in my career, I had built and led cybersecurity and software companies in past. And I saw this opportunity, not only this is a big market, that this is a very complex problem to solve, and the timing was just so perfect. So uh, I felt that this 150-year-old insurance industry that has been underwriting cyber risk insurance, a traditional way needs so much innovation and almost a revolution in this marketplace. And uh, that's when I began the journey of Cowbell in in January of 2019. Well, let's talk about the 30,000-foot view of Cowbell Cyber. And by the way, I love your name. I think I know where it came from, but we'll talk about that in just a second. But what's the mission statement, just the mission statement of Cowbell Cyber? Small to medium-sized businesses in America, it's the backbone of national economy. And uh, a cyber crime can cost businesses up to 2.2 million a year in case if they get hit by a cyber attack. And so the mission for Cowbell is to provide small to medium-sized businesses financial protection if and when the attack happens. And we help them with cyber insurance policy that is can be activated in less than five minutes and can help them during, before, and after the cyber event takes place. All right, Jack, I want to quickly talk about the name. Now, for context, for people who are not fans of Saturday Night Live, and I'm just going to make a guess here, there was a famous Christopher Walken skit and also Will Ferrell and some other players where they did a cowbell skit, and it was one of the most viral videos of all time. Is there any chance, Jack, that the name of the company, Cowbell Cyber, has to do with that skit from SNL. All I want is more cowbell. <laughs> it's, uh, I love it. You know, cowbell is uh, it's a risk transfer signal analogy to uh, whereabouts of the herd. And uh, as the risk is transferred from a small business to an insurer and then back to the reinsurer, uh, it's analogous to early warning detection signal. And that's where the origin of Cowbell came from. I grew up with cows. Uh, there's a Saturday night skit uh, about more Cowbell. Uh, but if you take all of that together, 
this is a great brand and uh, we enjoy uh, that video by the way that's that snl skit never gets uh, old <laughs> i love it it's a great name and it's memorable and i think that's exactly what you wanted to do well let's talk about some specificity when it comes to cowbell cyber you and your 175 plus employees out of the Bay Area on the West Coast, I know are working very hard domestically. So why don't you tell us about some of the different platforms that you do for different companies that you work for, Jack? So today, uh, 175 employees, uh, predominantly in the Bay Area, but uh, they're spread around about 35 different states in the U.S. Uh, we're expecting this number to double in the next 18 months. It's also one of the most diverse uh, workforce in the marketplace. Our uh, woman employees uh, at just over 50% in the company. We offer cyber insurance to small to medium-sized businesses to help them uh, defend the cyber threats that might be coming their way. On average, for example, uh, a ransomware demand uh, is at 200k for small businesses. So if a small business gets a ransomware demand on Friday night uh, at 5.30 p.m., uh, we want to make sure that that business can open Monday morning again at 9 a.m. to deliver their intended outcome, to serve their customers. And so the cyber insurance policy, an insurance policy that will help protect from uh, being able to satisfy the ransomware uh, cost, uh, the forensics cost that's associated with it, the business interruption that may cause because of ransomware attack, uh, the notifications, the regulatory, the credit monitoring, uh, and all of the related public relations expenses and such on, the first party expenses, the third party liability expenses, is what's covered in a cyber insurance uh, policy. Uh, four out of five, businesses remain uninsured in the marketplace. So the demand for cyber insurance uh, is like nothing else. This is the uh, biggest uh, line of insurance, uh, commercial insurance that is out there organically growing in the marketplace today. Well, Jack, we're reading a lot about cyber attacks in the news over the last five to 10 years, and it's predominantly, and I don't have to tell you this, getting worse and worse when it comes to uh, attacks domestically from our foreign adversaries out there. With all that said, uh, and without getting into any specifics of who you work with, what categories are some of these foreign countries going after that are a real concern to you? Well, the cyber threat landscape is uh, increasing every day. Uh, you are less secure tomorrow than you are today without you having to do anything as a business. Uh, and it's not just the geopolitical conflicts. Uh, it's also last three years, uh, we've gone through a global pandemic that has centralized uh, the infrastructure that the businesses run on uh, to cloud computing, uh, for example. And what that has done is that has increased the attack surface that uh, cyber criminals can get into. So all of a sudden businesses are uh, exposed uh, and it has become a low-hanging fruit for cyber criminals. On top of that, recently, the geopolitical conflict uh, has not only increased the type of malware and the, uh, uh, and the threat actors that are more active into the marketplace, uh, but there's nobody immune uh, to cyber attacks. Whether you are a 
uh, 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 K-12 school, you are a municipality, you are a restaurant, dry cleaner, contractor, electrician, a small business, a large manufacturing shop, everyone is equally exposed to a threat from cyber risk. You know, Jack, it's really interesting about what you and your team do, and I would like to think that education is probably have to be your number one priority for clients and future clients about exactly what you do. With all that said, I was really surprised to hear that, you know, four out of five medium-sized companies still don't do any kind of cyber security insurance. So with all that said, you know, we all have house insurance, we all have car insurance, medical insurance, hopefully for most of the people that are listening here. With all that said, why do you think they're so opposed to not get cybersecurity insurance? It has changed dramatically over the last three years. Three years ago, small businesses didn't know cyber insurance exists. They didn't know why they need it and where to get it from. Today, cyber insurance is in heavy demand, uh, especially within the small to medium-sized businesses. And one of the things that we do is a basic cybersecurity awareness training for small to medium-sized businesses. There are 32 million small to medium-sized businesses in the U.S., and we continuously monitor 24 million of them. That means when a new business wants cyber insurance policy, there's a 75% chance that we've been monitoring that business for threats, just like a cyber criminals, so that we can monitor their risk and help them with insights and recommendations on how to improve. And one of the part is a basic cybersecurity awareness training. Most of the biggest cyber threats and cyber attacks have started from either just somebody inadvertently clicking on an email or getting a text message or becoming a victim of phishing exercise. And so some of this basic hygiene for cybersecurity is important. Now we have seen that more and more small to medium-sized businesses are now opting for cyber insurance policies. Now, three years ago, this was one out of 10 businesses used to have cyber insurance policies. Today, we're still looking at four out of five uh, businesses that are still do not have cyber insurance policies. And it's not because uh, lack of training. There is some part to it, but it's also supply in the marketplace. Uh, there's so much demand and there's not enough supply in the marketplace for cyber insurance policies. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And as we started to talk about, it's also just the education of it that it actually exists and that you need it out there, whether it's a domestic person going after you or somebody from uh, from a foreign country. It's a fascinating stuff. You know, I want to talk a little bit about the pandemic with you, Jack, and it, of course, affected all of us personally and professionally. You're obviously very tech savvy along with your staff. But with all that said, I'm curious, when it did happen, what did you do as a company? How did you pivot? And where did it take the company to today? So Cowbell was built during the pandemic. So uh, we, what does it look like to uh, provide cyber insurance in a normal world? We just don't know what that looked like. So when we built, when we began uh, in January 2019, you know, our platform is built on artificial intelligence. Cyber insurance prior to that was underwritten based upon the revenue of the company and the employee headcount of the company. And you cannot really underwrite a cyber insurance policy just based upon those demographics. You really need to understand the cyber threat that particular business is facing. 
So we have to first measure uh, what that risk looks like before we can underwrite a cyber insurance policy for that business. Um, the, the biggest part uh, during the pandemic was, you know, all of our business is broker-led business. So when you see an insurance broker uh, on Main Street uh, that you were called to get your cyber insurance policy, that is our team. We have a network of about 15,000 insurance brokers, a producer network that is basically helping these small to medium-sized businesses make the right decision about what type of policy you need, what should be limit on the policy, what needs to be deductible, what type of coverages we should select, and who should you get that cyber insurance policy from. And Cowbell is one of the options for those uh, producer networks. So during the pandemic, just like the businesses uh, were not functioning to the degree that you were functioning prior to pandemic, the insurance brokers also uh, couldn't function. So they had to do most of their business from their living room. And all of a sudden, you couldn't go meet your clients for lunch or have coffee uh, or have, have the documents that you need. So the entire business had to move from offline to online. We used to call this O2O. And this was a big revolution in the marketplace for us. So essentially, we changed how the brokers work with the businesses in terms of obtaining uh, the cyber insurance policy. So today we can, uh, an agent can quote, bind and activate policy in less than five minutes on behalf of the business. So we essentially, we simplified and expedited the process of obtaining cyber insurance policy because our technology and the amount of data we used and our uh, machine learning and artificial intelligence model that's at work. So if this wasn't for the pandemic, I think the type of innovation and the revolution that we're bringing into the marketplace would not have been there. Uh, and also the attack surface and the threat landscape would not have evolved to this degree uh, that we are. So uh, the pandemic has played a major role in uh, the quality uh, and the scope of the cyber insurance policy that exists in the marketplace today. Well, it's fascinating, and there's a common thread of what you've just said to some of our other CEOs that we've talked with over the last couple of years, that while the pandemic really threw them for a loop business-wise, they had to pivot and get smarter and get better, and they usually ended up on the right end of uh, the business side uh, because they really had to evolve, and that sounds like that's what you've done at Cowbell Cyber. I am curious to get your opinion about it professionally and personally about Cyber attacks in general, there's an old adage that I'm sure you're aware of that it's going to get worse before it gets better. With all that said, is there a light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to cyber attacks? I, I know that you're trying to work with companies because they're getting hammered and it's going to get worse, but is it ever going to get better? It just seems like with we have computers and there seem to be a lot of smart people that want to cause havoc out there, whether they want money or just mess with people. Is there a light at the end of the tunnel, Jack? Well, the cybersecurity market is now $150 billion market uh, per year. Uh, that is the uh, amount of money that businesses spend on cybersecurity controls. And it used to be $15, $20 billion market not too long ago. So we know this market is about to grow. That means businesses will spend uh, more on cybersecurity. In fact, uh, one of the recent surveys that I saw 
that the top CEOs still look at uh, cyber threat as the number one risk to their business. And then there is a uh, economy and then there is pandemic. So if you look at the order of where the cyber attack is stacked, so at the same time, right, there are going to be more uh, options for businesses to defend from cyber attacks. The threat landscape is always going to increase because the cloud computing, uh, the number of handhelds, the cell phones, uh, that's increasing uh, the digitization of the economy, the gig economy. Everything is contributing to the attack surface becoming bigger and bigger. And that basically allows cyber criminals. Uh, they're also hard at work, uh, by the way. And there are businesses uh, being built on the premarket of extorting money from other businesses using cyber um, threats and cyber attacks. Uh, so insurance, for example, uh, is a great tool to protect your business uh, in terms of financial protections on the other side of cyber attacks. Uh, $200,000 uh, in ransomware demand on a Friday night for a small business, uh, that is essentially an end of the business uh, if you're not able to uh, function next day. And so how do you protect yourself from even the small amount? It might be small amount for some businesses, but it's pretty big amount for many businesses. And so uh, my answer is, as the threat landscape increases, there will be, there are more tools available, not only to uh, prevent and detect cyber attacks, but also to respond to these cyber attacks and essentially recover from the cyber attacks and it's a combination of cybersecurity tools, processes, as well as uh, uh, financial products like cyber insurance policy for your business. Jack, as we wrap up and put a bow on everything, is there anything that you want to make sure our listeners know when it comes to Cabal Cyber and uh, and just you know what you can offer to a client? Cabal is not about cyber insurance policy. Uh, we provide risk management services that are available to businesses at no cost. So, for example, uh, a cybersecurity awareness training is available to every policyholder uh, at no cost, up to 20 employees. Most of the small businesses fit into that category. Uh, we offer insights, recommendations uh, uh, to the business on how to improve their cybersecurity best practices. We provide tools. We have a marketplace where if they need additional tools to improve on their cybersecurity posture, uh, we have about 50 cybersecurity technology partners that are part of the Cowbell RX, which is a marketplace available to our policyholders at no cost. So we're not just about providing financial protection. We're also there to help businesses improve their cyber risk as the threat landscape evolves. And so every business should be able to take advantage of that. This is a very different model, uh, a departure from how the traditional commercial insurance has operated over last uh, centuries. Uh, and so we feel really proud of what we're bringing to the market and really help the small to medium-sized businesses to deliver their intended outcome despite the evolving threat landscape. Jack, if anybody would like to partner up, they want more information about the business or they're interested in a career, how do they go about doing that? 
Yeah, so, you know, we're always hiring nationwide. Uh, we're looking for best talent. Our culture is what's doing recruiting for us. Uh, Cowbell is all about culture of uh, transparency, culture of resiliency, culture of uh, sense of urgency, and also culture of empowerment. We call it the true culture. Uh, and uh, so there are opportunities. Uh, you can go to cowbell.insure. Uh, to look at the job openings. Uh, most of our employees have come from a network. Uh, and so we're really proud of the uh, fingerprint they, ha they have on building out our culture. Uh, if you're a business, uh, just visit cowbell.insure uh, and see what your cyber risk look like. Uh, it's available to you as a business at no cost. If you're interested in buying a cyber insurance policy, uh, call your broker and tell them you want Cowbell uh, cyber insurance policy. Uh, all of our business is broker-led, and so the chances are that that broker you work with, with our such an expensive network, chances are that broker you work with uh, is already appointed with Cowbell. Uh, and finally, uh, just visit Cowbell that insurer, follow us on social media and uh, just be part of the revolution that we are participating in uh, to uh, make the SMBs uh, resilient to the cyber attacks uh, uh, in today's environment. Jack, can't tell you how much we appreciate your time. It's been educational and enlightening, and it seems like you've got a really great idea the last three years that's butting into something pretty spectacular. Give my best to all your employees out there in the Bay Area. And thank you so much for joining us on CEOs You Should Know. It's great to be with you, Dennis. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.